Boo! Happy Halloween, everyone who's listening. Welcome back to another episode of the Mental Corner Podcast, the show where I bring on guests from all different backgrounds to talk all the things mental health. If you're watching the video for this episode, this is exactly what it looks like when someone does not plan for Halloween and loses complete track of time until the day of actual Halloween. If you're listening to the audio, let's just say you're missing the best costume ever created. I will be a lot better next year, I promise. So I am, of course, your host, Harry Pavan, and today I have the pleasure of being joined by Victoria Saavedra. Victoria is the creator of Glow Meals, which are nutritionally designed meals that are customized, ready to eat, and delivered right to your door. Their vision is to provide a wide variety of healthy fusion meals to their clients in hopes of giving everyone's favorite meals a healthy makeover. And they want to remind everyone that although finding the right nutritional diet and staying healthy is a lifelong journey, it doesn't have to be so difficult. Now, before we get started here, guys, you know the drill. If you're listening, please like, comment, share, subscribe, give five stars if you're on that podcast platform share with someone who might want to hear this episode it's a really great one and i can't wait for you to listen i hope you all have an amazing halloween and remember that just because october is a scary month doesn't mean that the conversation uh -huh. i hope you all have a great halloween and remember that just because october is a scary month doesn't mean that the conversation around mental health has to be i'll talk to you all very soon have a great rest of your day peace to go victoria what's going on thanks so much for coming on to the show today no thank you harry for having me i'm super excited to be here i'm excited for you to be here as well so before we get to into anything where does your whole like where does the whole idea of glow meals start it's kind of a broad question <laughs> no but it is we have a pretty cool story um i used to be a personal trainer and i used to compete in fitness shows so i used to cook my own meals and my clients that I would personally train, they were like, oh, you should cook for us. You should cook for us. And I used to tell them I didn't have time, you know, that there weren't enough hours in the day. And then one day I decided to cook for one client, my very good friend, Diana. And from there on out, people just kept asking me to cook for them. Mm, wow. That's and then it just kind of built from there to what it is today. It did. We had so many clients at one point that we realized, okay, we can't do this in a house anymore. Now we need to go rent a kitchen. And then when we grew from that, we realized, okay, we can't just keep renting a kitchen and only having a certain slot of hours throughout the day. We need to buy a kitchen that's our own. And that's how it led here. That's incredible. So when you, when you first got started in this whole business thing, because one of the things that you hear from a lot of people who do their own business or start up their own thing. It's very stressful. And there's a lot of different factors that come with that. How were you able to balance all of this and kind of get it off its feet? It was really hard in the beginning. Um, I, like I said, I was a personal trainer, but it's way different, you know, managing, you know, a few hours out of the day for clients to train them than to run a full functioning business. I, don't, I started at a pretty young age. I was like 25. So I had never done something like that. And for the first few years, my form of relieving stress was just crying. Um, <laughs> I cried a lot. But as I got older, and as the business grew, and when we bought our kitchen, I started to actually suffer from really bad panic attacks, <laughs> where I couldn't breathe, my fingers would go numb and curl up and I couldn't open my hand. And that's when I realized, okay, I'm taking on so much 
but I'm not finding a way to manage my stress. And if I don't find a way to manage my stress, it's going to eat me alive. Right. So I, that's when I started to step back. I hired the right people to take over certain tasks to alleviate my everyday life. And I learned how to not be so involved in everything and to be able to trust people to take on certain tasks throughout the day that I usually would do. And that was so important. Mm -hmm. Man. Yeah. In terms of like the, the panic attacks and things like, how were you able to eventually manage those? Did those kind of just go away once you alleviated some of the stress off of yourself or. They did and they didn't. So for the most part, they weren't happening as much. Mm -hmm. But it would still happen. I practiced my breathing a lot. I realized that, you know, during those moments, I have to stop what I'm doing and just go be alone and my breathing and I would pray. And those things have tremendously helped me. But even till this day, sometimes I feel it coming on and it's really the breathing and, you know, saying a quick prayer and just being alone to take a moment and step back has truly helped. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the me time, the, the, the me time is something that like, gets forgotten about a lot, especially like, and I'm sure you've experienced this yourself, because you started your business, um, you know, in the world of work in the world of business and all of this, it's, it's very glorified to work overwork. And it's very glorified to not take rest, and to not really, you know, take me time, because you don't have time, time is money. When in reality, like we all need me time, like burnout's a real thing. <laughs> Definitely. I realized that um, throughout between seven in the morning till nine o'clock at night, I was working mm. and I completely stopped going to the gym. I stopped doing anything for me. It was all dedicated to the business. And this this past year only is when I said, OK, I'm going to take a step back and, you know, give some responsibilities to other people that I'm hiring to even at least be able to have some mental space for myself to go home earlier or to go in a little later in the morning, not have to be there the second we open to the second we close. Right. And in doing that, were you able to find time for the gym again? Working on it, um, we, <laughs> which is a blessing. Honestly, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. We keep growing every year, mm -hmm. every month that goes by, we keep growing in a different way. So I'm working on it, but um, we recently just purchased a home and I'm building a gym within the home nice. so that come home, I, you know, I can focus my time there and not have to get back in the car and go somewhere else. I'm trying to find ways to manage my time where it suits the business, but it also suits me. Right. Yeah. That's a tough thing to find a balance for. Man. Now, in terms of the last year, you know, with the lockdown and pandemic, how, how did you personally find it in terms of your business? We grew during COVID, mm -hmm. which is honestly another blessing. We, we got bigger. Um, so I worked more, which, you know, it was a weird feeling because usually when I work so much during the week, me and my fiance on the weekend, we'll go have a dinner or a few drinks and we'll just unwind, walk around somewhere. But with COVID, we couldn't really do that. Mm -hmm. So it was work all week and then just stay in a, back then we lived in an apartment, stay in a very small apartment all weekend. And right. that's when my panic attacks actually started. 
So I think it was just the going from being in a kitchen to them being in a small space. And I felt like, you know, literally you can't breathe. You feel like you can't do anything. Mm. Man. Yeah, no, this, this year has been tough on so many people just because, and I've, I've said this consistently time and time again, is like the, the outlets that people have were just taken away and there was no replacement for them. And it's just, it's, it's such a tough situation to be in because no. like, how are you, like you said, you would like to go out on dinners and walks and things, but when you can't do that, like, how can you alleviate that stress? Yeah, we were still able to go on walks, but it's not the same as, you know, taking the time to get ready and go somewhere and have a dinner and, you know, socialize and be around other people. It's you're constantly alone in a small space. And yeah, it could drive anybody crazy. On top of that, if you're working a lot, that adds stress plus no social life. Mm -hmm. Man. Yeah. So and you're from you're from Florida, right? Like how how is the lockdown? Like, what's the situation like for you guys now? We're not on lockdown. Um, Florida's pretty brave and doesn't care sometimes. I'm in Miami specifically, so everything's open. There are still the stay six feet apart, but some people wear masks, some people don't. It's pretty normal for us here now. Mm -hmm. So you're able to actually get that external stress oh, yeah. relief. Yeah, definitely now. Yeah. People are traveling, they're going to restaurants. You actually can't get a reservation to a restaurant here. Man, that, yeah, <laughs> no, here in Canada, it's not like that. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the day it's like that, man. Yeah. That's good though. Um, so I, I wanted to talk about Glow Meals for a second. Sure. Now, the ingredients that you have, what, like, what are the specific kind of meals and ingredients that you use and what are the benefits both mentally and physically that you've personally found with them okay so i say this all the time but i'm a huge advocate for gluten-free mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know what that means what it means is there's no processed carbs in your diet it's okay to have a little processed carbs if we do put processed carbs we do whole wheat but there's nothing like a gluten-free diet where you completely take out all the refined sugars and all the processed carbs, and you're basically on a natural diet. Now, when I say no gluten, that doesn't mean you can't have, there's so many things that are gluten-free, like rice, potatoes, sweet potatoes. There are breads that are gluten-free nowadays. There are wraps. And I feel like when you take out all the unnatural stuff from your body, you're not only clearing your body of gunk, you're clearing your mind. I see a big difference in my mental health when I stick to a gluten-free diet for over a month versus when I'm consuming all these refined sugars and processed carbs. So we really try to stick with that. We do offer some meals that aren't gluten-free, but we try to stick with the cleanest type of flour there is. But majority, 98% of our meals are gluten-free. Mm. Yeah, no, that's definitely becoming more and more of a discussion because for me personally, when I eat bread or any gluten, I feel like hot garbage and yet yeah. I continue to eat it. <laughs> because we like the way it tastes. It's made to taste good and be bad for you, you know, but there are a lot of foods that are good for you that you can taste good. I mean, here in Miami, we live off of rice. Mm -hmm. Don't know in Canada, but in Miami, rice and beans is like it. And that's gluten-free, you know? So it's finding 
things that you like within the gluten-free options and taking those over the processed carbs because like if you go to Cheesecake Factory mm-hmm. and you have a giant pasta of theirs, you're going to feel sluggish after. Your heart is going to be racy and you're going to want to nap. When you have gluten-free pasta, that doesn't happen. You just feel full of energy. Your mind feels clear. Food has so much to do with our mental health. Yeah, for sure. And it's crazy. Like, and like, there's such a misconception about eating unhealthy and eating healthy. Like, I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm guilty of this too. When you hear like, I have to have a healthy diet or you have to go on a diet or eat healthier, your mind immediately reverts to plain ass chicken, white rice and broccoli. That's it for like yeah. every day of the week. And, and you just go, I don't want to do that. I'd rather no. just eat easy. Yeah. And that's not good for your mental health either. When I was a fitness competitor, I went through a huge shock because I did three shows in one year. And I was living off of fish and three stalks of asparagus seven times out of the day. And that really killed my mental health that year. That's why I said, okay, I'm not competing anymore, at least not for a while. I have to really want to do this because food not only affects your mental health, but it affects your mood. So Mm -hmm. the same way when you get to a restaurant, you're excited to eat your favorite meal. That is food. Food completely changes your mood and you know, what you look forward to, what you don't look forward to. So that's why I have found such peace with a gluten-free diet, because you can still have so many of your favorite things, but not feel weighed down by all the processed crap that we honestly have almost every day of our lives. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, for sure. And so for people who are watching or listening, who maybe are stuck in that routine of bad food because it tastes good and it it's way it's more accessible it's way more convenient than you know doing the alternative like what would you want to say to them to get them kind of started going in the right direction in terms of nutrition what helped me because after I competed I did go through a phase where I ate whatever I wanted because I was so restricted for a whole year Mm. I ate whatever the easiest form is we all like going to restaurants right We all like going to nice restaurants, out to eat. Start asking the restaurants you go to to swap your items for gluten-free items. Most restaurants have gluten-free bread and gluten-free pasta, especially nowadays. So you can still kind of feel like you're having your favorite meal, but you're just swapping it with the gluten-free option. And honestly, it tastes the same. And once you start doing that, when you go out, you're going to bring it into your everyday life. Mm. Now, why, why, when we talk about gluten-free stuff, why, and maybe this is just the people I'm around, but why is it that when you hear that you're, you kind of just go, Oh, I don't want to do that. Because it's stigmatized as a health food, which it is, but it's not the same as if you're having, like you said, plain chicken and broccoli every day. Gluten-free only means that they're taking out the bad carb and they're replacing it with a good carb. I think the media has stigmatized it as people with illnesses that have it, people who are in like, you know, can't tolerate gluten. That food is only for them. And it's not true. We have gluten-free options every day. If you eat potato, that's a gluten-free option. So Mm -hmm. I think the media has done a very good job of stigmatizing gluten-free as a boring option or as a health factor only option. 
but they're not stating that it's in our everyday life also. Mm. Yeah. They're kind of leaving that out. It's, um, <laughs> it's funny because I think another thing for people I'm around anyway, is that when, you know, the gluten-free stuff first started getting into play, it's kind of like the vegan stuff and the vegetarian stuff. There wasn't, there weren't very many options and the options that were there were kind of, eh. So your mind just kind of goes back to that. Every time you hear gluten-free, you're like, oh, that like crusty bread that falls apart in your hands. It's gross. It's, but it's like evolved so significantly throughout the years that like, it's unfair to think like that. You have to give everything a chance. And if you're tired of your mental health going down the drain, and if you're tired, like feeling like crap, you, you have to make a choice for yourself if you're going to do something about it. You know, people can tell you all the information you want, but it's up to you to say, hey, okay, I'm going to give this a shot. I'm going to try this. And some people will love it. And honestly, some people will go back to the processed foods because that's what they like. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's definitely no doubt that when you remove processed foods from your diet, you're going to feel so much better. There's so many alternatives to pasta now that are gluten-free that I promise you, you will not know the difference. Yeah. Now, in terms of uh, this dangerous cycle and the cycle I'm talking about is... So when you're stressed, right, there's been studies reported and things that you either undereat or you overeat. But when you do overeat, you tend to overeat garbage, like stuff that's quick, easily accessible, processed foods, all of these things. But then when you eat that stuff, it's not great for you. And then your mind gut connection is all out of whack. And then that produces more stress. So then you're just in this deadly cycle of getting stressed over eating and then eating causing stress. So how do you like for listeners, how would you like, what would you say to them to get them out of that like cycle? And then also how do they start? Cause this is kind of like the question I asked before, but like how, how do they start eating healthier or like finding the time to make their meals and find the finding the time to actually commit to this healthy lifestyle. Because I know a lot of people in my life anyway, who tried and failed because they thought that it was too time consuming and they didn't have enough time to meal prep and, you know, do the research and do all these things. Okay. So there is a very, I went through that when, after, like I said, after I competed, I overate a lot because I was so deprived for a whole year and it's no one to blame because I did it to myself. I'm the one that chose to do it. But, and then after that year, I was like, okay, I need to take a step back and stop overeating. But basically I think that's why I think it's so important to sit with yourself for a few, a few minutes every day. And I like to ask myself, am I happy? Am I doing things that make me happy? Is this the life I want to live? And if some people answer those questions as no, then they need to evaluate what they need to do. And food plays such a big role if we're happy or not. Food makes us happy when we eat it, but then it could turn on us and make us feel bad after we eat it, you know? And I think it's really important that people decide they wanna change the way they eat. They need to evaluate their day-to-day -day life. Do they have time to cook their meals? If no, that's why people like 
us exist. There are meal preps all over the country and in other countries that, you know, you try out a few that you like and it's really convenient. Um, we make the meals, we prep it for you, portioned for you, whether you're male or female, and we deliver it to you every day. So it's not frozen, it's fresh. And there are a lot of companies like us out there. So it's really about investing in your health. If you don't have the time to do it, you, you need to make the decision to maybe hire someone to do it. The same way some people like to work out alone, but if you don't know what you're doing, maybe you need to invest in a trainer mm -hmm. and seek help other places. That's what I've learned so much this year is that you can't do everything alone. You have to pick and choose what you can do alone and hire help for the other things you can't do alone or ask a friend or a family member. Don't be afraid to reach out for help. Yeah, no, seriously, don't be afraid to reach out. So many people are afraid to reach out. And you you hit a good point where like, it's it's weird how investing time in yourself, if it takes too long, you just go, oh, never mind. Like if eating healthier, which is going to eventually make you feel healthier in all different facets is the right way to go, but it takes a little extra time. You go, I don't have time for it. Never mind. It's weird. Yeah, no, but then we'll go out and we'll buy clothes or we'll spend money on, you know, waiting at a club for an hour back in the day. <laughs> Not now. But yeah. you'll you'll on so many areas in your life, you know, that you have to not be afraid to spend money, especially on yourself, if it's gonna make you happier. Right. Right. Yeah. Money and time. Yeah, no, because I've I've been in that position too where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to invest in like a vegan option. It looks a little pricey. And then I'll buy something on online shopping. <laughs> we do it all the time. We do it to ourselves. And honestly, it's just about becoming more self-aware. Self-aware of what it is that you see yourself wanting every day. And why do you want it? And being self-aware of what you need and why you're not putting in the work or the money to get what you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So in, in terms of your clients, because I, I, I'm sure there's going to be listeners and things who hear the gluten-free and they hear the vegan and they hear the healthy and they're like, ugh, I've heard this before, blah, 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 blah. But you've actually, I, I'm sure you've seen it first and you've experienced it firsthand, the dramatic change that it has in your physical and mental wellness. So in terms of your customers that you serve on a day-to-day -day basis, like what, what has been the change that you've seen in your customers since starting your business or starting your program with Glow Meals? Well, I love our clients. We have some, we have a lot of new clients, but we also have some clients that have been eating with us since I was cooking out of my mom's house. Wow. So years, at least three to four years. And I've seen a tremendous change in them. Most of them, not even just physical, because they've sent me before and after photos but they tell me that they're so happy because they have their time back. They don't have to worry about cooking. And honestly, most of them don't even know they're eating gluten-free. Mm. They don't know until I tell them. They're like, this doesn't even, I, this is not what I pictured gluten-free to taste like. And sometimes that works, you know, because they don't know. Once you know what you're eating, then you start to think about, oh, this isn't good or maybe I won't like this, but if you don't know, I've gotten lucky in that aspect that we say gluten-free, but you know, when they're ordering, but people forget. And when they get the meal, they don't remember it's gluten-free and they love it. 
So our clients have definitely told us that they love the fact that they have their time back at night with their kids or more time to go work out or do the things they want and they don't have to spend it cooking. And also they say the food, they look forward to it. Like they're happy to eat glow meals, which to me is the most important part, honestly, beyond the before and after of the physical shots. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I, I love what you're doing with your work and people like you around the States and around Canada and the world and things like that, because especially in the last year, like, yes, you've had more time because you've been locked at home, but you've also been more stressed and you've also been more anxious about what's going on. Maybe you lost your job or you're, you're starting up a business and it just didn't work out or family members are sick or whatever. Like you're stressed and anxious and you just don't want to spend your time cooking in some cases, like it's way easier to just go order a hamburger or something. So to have an option like yourself who daily organizes it and portions it and gives it to you. And the most you have to do is cook it for what, like 40 minutes max. Like that's so important for people because it's just such a great resource. Yeah. Honestly, our meals, they come cooked. You just have to either microwave them or cook them on a stove top to heat it up. But there, there are also companies that deliver the products of food for you to cook at home, but everything's already seasoned and ready for you to cook. There's something out there for everybody when it comes to food. So if you're just choosing unhealthy options, you know, unless you really can't afford it, then you're kind of choosing that for yourself. But if you really can't afford to hire someone to cook for you, there are stores where have incredible prices on proteins and vegetables. You know, you just... It's about putting in a little effort for yourself. And an example is when you're in a relationship, right? Boyfriend and girlfriend. Sometimes you'll go above and beyond for that other person. You'll make time for them. You'll care about their feelings and what their wants and needs are. You have to do the same for yourself. If you can do it for other people, you can definitely do it for yourself. Yeah, no, that's a great point. I think it's, uh, what's his name? What's their name? RuPaul? Who's like, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? It's like, it's, it's true. true. Yeah. Got to love yourself first and take the time. Well, Victoria, I've already said it. I really appreciate the work that you do. And thank, thank you. you for doing the work that you do for people who desperately need it. If there's people listening who are still a little hesitant to change their diet or their routine or to actually reach out, not just for glow meals, but for maybe a similar option in their region, what, what would be one last thing that you would tell them to try and push them in the right direction? Yeah. With our everyday to every day to day life, we're so busy, but you have to slow down and take a second and realize you have one life to live. This is the only life you're ever going to get. And you need to do the best you can for yourself. You cannot waste your time not being happy and you cannot waste your time not, you know, thinking you're important. You are so important and you need to take the time and make the effort for yourself to be the best version of yourself because the time is going to go by and you're going to look back and say, I wish I could have done this or I wish I would have done this. Don't be that person, you know, do what you have to do to make yourself happy and put yourself first without hurting others, of course. But you matter, you matter, you matter so much, and you are worth every penny you spend, and you are worth every moment you spend making yourself happy. Mm. Mic drop from Victoria. Look at that. Boom. 
I love it. Uh, where can my listeners find you and your work? And if they want to get to know you a little more, like where, where can they find you? Okay. Um, for the company and what we're doing and what we're always up to, it's Glow Meals on Instagram, just Glow Meals. And for my more personal life and me talking and saying things, it's Vedra Strong. So those are our two Instagrams. And then our website is glowmeals.com. I love it. I'll put those links down below. Victoria, once again, I think I've said this like four times in the end here, but thank you so much for the work you do and for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. No, thank you so much for having me, Harry. And to all my listeners, I will see you guys next time. Go get healthy. Thank you.